I'm going to see the, I'm not going to see the fruits of my labor right now. I'm not going to see it this season. Right. But in a couple of years, a couple of years, BV is going to win that big, that big thing. He's going to win that title. And I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, I did that. Sooner fans, you know who it is. Your host, Jay Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the Braden Wait Room Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the prairie. Be Willie. Jay. My boy, per usual, I am in a good mood this morning. Nobody has called me, bothered me. I read my Bible. I did some stretches. I'm feeling good, brother. Brayden, sometimes I don't think people understand what really goes into playing H-back, bro. You have to be able to play everything. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you have to be able to run. You have to be able to catch. You have to be able to pass pro. You got to run block. Uh, you got to be in line, wing, split out. And I mean, yeah. in this, you know, this year's situation, you got to be able to throw a little bit. So you got to do a lot. <laughs> hey, man, that's kind of like our friends at Plainview Legal Group. They practice a lot of different types of law and do them all well. Plainview Legal Group focuses primarily on property law and business matters, including eminent domain, inverse condemnation, real estate transactions, oil and gas title examination, adverse possession, quiet title, and other boundary disputes. Plainview Legal Group also handles estate planning and probate from simple wills to proving undue influence. Additionally, their attorneys negotiate, draft, review, litigate all kinds of commercial contracts for individuals and businesses across various industries throughout Oklahoma. To schedule your free consultation, visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. Please see show notes for important disclaimer information. I'm also in a good mood. However, I was bothered this morning. So, you know, but you got some stuff going on. Nah, man, I had to, um, I've been having interviews and media and different stuff all weekend or weekend all week long. And you know, that's cool, but I don't understand why they choose the guy that least wants to be in front of the camera. Like for all of our sooner fans, I am not like a, uh, in the camera, like a, you know, picture like i i don't take like selfies i don't do none of that my family has to like make me take pictures and i've just gotten used to it i mean a lot of y'all see my mom take you know post-game pictures and i've just gotten used to my family always wanting to take pictures so but me i you know i don't really care for any of that yeah and they want to the person at least likes to do that stuff they gonna make me do all of it so you know that is true your mom posts more than you nowadays on twitter Oh, oh yeah, a hundred percent. I'll be on Twitter. You know, we, yeah. we, we established that, but, um, Twitter is a treacherous place right now, you know? Yes. And has can... been, but even more so, you know, you, you get on there, you dive in that water. Boy, yeah. them sparks is everywhere. <laughs> Bro, I know, I know for a fact your mom is going to miss 
the the likes and everything like once you're gone bro because i'm i'm telling you this i i can bear witness to this bro the likes that you get from a sooner post are nothing like the likes you will get on anything from the nfl or anything in the future like i'm telling you the love from sooner nation on social media is is abundant and i'm grateful because i we still do this podcast but like Whenever I was posting Giants pictures, I'm like, dang, I don't get the same number of likes as what I used to. Like, right. nobody likes the the blue the blue jersey, but <laughs> they they show do double tap on the, on that red on that crimson. So I agree. Uh, I remember. Let's see. Last year, a couple of times, you know, I was always doing the interviews and stuff, so I was used to it, but. I, I I do recall. You remember when everybody was like Lincoln to LSU, Lincoln to LSU. Right. I was the one person with Lincoln on the day that I guess one of his planes took off. We had did an ESPN interview that morning, and thank God I took a video of him on campus because nobody else could account for his whereabouts. And uh, that's just one funny memory I have of. Um, <laughs> A positive thing coming from an interview, but bro, I think over the past couple of years you've done great. Like speaking on the mic, you know, I think you do a great uh, job. Thank you. I mean, I I don't think I'm bad at it. You know, I just yeah, uh, and I like doing a podcast, but you know, other stuff is just is yeah, I could do without yeah. it. But you know, anything for my my great school and university, you know, yeah. Nah, you love it. Deep down, I know you love it. Just a little bit. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, well, is there anything else going on between uh, what we recorded on Sunday? Anything else that has happened over the past few days that's been worth noting? Uh, we got snow on Monday. That was, oh, that was yeah. pretty cool. We were, yeah. you know, we were in our... Uh, we were in our... I want to say this right. Senior meeting with Coach Venables in his office and, you know, deep in conversation, you know, deep in, I mean, really deep. And then, you know, I look outside, you know, because he has those big glass windows and stuff. I look outside and it's snowing. It's snowing pretty yeah. well, too, pretty hard, you know, and I'm like, wow, okay. Huh. That must have been a nice vibe because it's like cozy up there. You're talking about in the main office, right? Yeah, his main office. Yeah, yeah it is. It was a nice vibe. You know, he has a lot of wood in there. It just felt like I was like in a cabin in the middle, you know, the snow. <laughs> it, was, it was a vibe. It's a vibe. Uh, there's a lot of wood in there, huh? Um, anyways, I'm, I'm, what was the senior meeting about? What did y'all talk about? So we have a senior meeting every Monday. We have a leadership in a senior meeting. We have class meetings, technically. Yeah. Uh, so we have a leadership meeting at 325 and we have class meetings and obviously I'm a senior. So we'd be in a senior meeting with coach Venables and, uh, we took, we take the longest cause we're with coach B and this meeting was about an hour and 30. We had them boys in there. I mean, the, the team meeting was supposed to start at four o'clock. We got in there like four forty-five. I mean, we were in there chatting, but it was just, you know, some of the things that we're just speaking our arts, you know, speaking about the, the season and you know what we have to do as leaders and older old guys and where we need to be better and just kind of coming to, having to come to Jesus as my parents would say you know yeah um was it was there anything specific about this week being senior week you know or or that area or was it just in general 
It was more so in general, you know, I, I, I could say one of the things that I said, cause you know, I said it didn't, it's not that big of a deal, but I just wanted to get more leaders backing our main voices, if that makes sense. And, it, and I said, this has been a problem since, you know, last year, right? So last year we had this problem where we would go into a leader, the leadership meeting, right? Same way, same office, you know, same times, you know, go after a game. And we're like, man, you know, after a loss, we go in there and we're like, man, what's going on? What's going on? What, you know, what's, what's going wrong? Like, what can we fix? And then everybody go in there, you know, I think it's this, you know, I think it's that. I think it's that. And then we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. And then we're like, okay, we're going to fix that. Then we go out and it don't get fixed. You know, it's yeah. the same three or four main like captains, leaders, you know, that is saying stuff. And don't get me wrong. I agree that you have to have your, your guys, you know what I'm saying? You have to have your three or four like faces, your head honchos, you know what I'm saying? Those are like the captains, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the guys. When you look at the team, like everybody on them team and on everybody on the team acknowledges those as the leaders, but you have to have a group of leaders as well that is enforcing what those four, three or four guys say, right? Yeah. So if I'm in there talking about, hey, we got to clean the locker room, right? And then and I'm in the middle of the, like, say we brought it up after practice. I'm in the middle of the circle. We're about to break it out. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, we got we to gotta clean the locker room. And then you got a whole bunch of guys on outskirts going like, oh, man, here he go, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that. Oh, here, I here be that. will go. Well, those guys that are in that senior meeting, that leadership meeting should be like, hey, Hey, nah, cut that out. Yeah. Like what he said, we need to clean that locker room. Make sure everybody in there, clean your locker, take care of your own space, you know, stuff like that. And so when we don't have that, I was telling guys, like, it's, you're making it 10 times harder on us, like, as leaders, the other, the you know, the other leaders that have to have a voice, right? Because when I say that, most of the times I'm met with blank stares. Yeah. Just like that. And I'm like, like someone back me, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. someone, someone need to be backing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like it when you, when you say something, you're met by blank stares. You just feel like oh, I'm not getting to nobody, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. nobody's hearing me, you know? Yeah. I and feel so like, I, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I, I remember that feeling last year as well. And I don't think that's team specific. Like, I don't think that's just your team. I feel like a lot of people face that in different environments outside of football and teams across the country. But there has to be, you have to know your role, right? There, there's your leadership and then there's support leadership, right? Like there's guys that like the, the, your, your close friends. So Marv, Drake, uh, you know, DG, like those are like your, your support leaders, you know, and then you have like your true captains, like, you know, you and, uh, whoever else the main guy is maybe on defense. And then there's the coaches, right? And there has to be voices to support the the ladder, the, the pyramid. And um, I always found it difficult to reach the mid-level because it's not the young guys that I'm worried about. The young guys are going to act like young guys, but it's that that middle tier between right. young guys and, and, and those who are still trying to become true leaders. Jay, can you remember a time in college where you gave the ball away and 
What did that feel like? Honestly, bro, I fumbled last year versus Kansas, but I recovered the fumble, so it's all good. You know, that's a horrible feeling. It's kind of like the feeling when you have to pay rent every month. You're basically paying someone else's mortgage. Everyone pays for a place to call home, so why not pay yourself? When you pay the mortgage on a house that you're purchasing, you lower the amount you owe, and you build equity as the home increases in value. That's more money for you. Find out today what mortgage loan amount you qualify for by calling Matt with the McDaniel Mortgage Group at 214-435-1988 or visit www.appwithmatt.com with two T's. He will explain the mortgage process and get you ready to buy your new home. And after you find out how much house you can purchase, contact Philanthelene with Wed Properties Group. Call them at 405-322-5632. Phil and Thaleen Webb and their team are waiting to take you shopping for your new home. Let's work together to find the house that meets your needs and fits your budget. You might be able to celebrate the holidays in your new home. That would be a present hard to top. Um, it's funny that you actually bring this up because I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. And a key quote that was said, he said, the road to hell, we, we were talking about, we were talking about faith, but this is also applicable to this conversation. He said, the road to hell is full of good intentions. And I think that same statement can be used in sports. Even this season, the road to a national championship, the road to a, a big 12 championship, the road to a 10 win season is full of good intentions, right? But as you said, there's barriers to overcome between intentions, uh, communication, and then there's actual action. Right. So I understand your frustration, bro. Um, yeah. I may not understand um, less than a 10 win frustration, but I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, was, that was a cheap shot right there, but I mean, Regardless, you, you get the point. It, you know, <laughs> it, it happens. You know, it's just. Yeah. I I will say, though, I feel like as a captain, I have had one of the hardest captainships, if that's a word. Yeah. Uh, in the hard. last couple of years, because roster yeah. turnover, new coaches. I mean, boy, I've been, you know, it, it's been. You know, and then just the, the structure of our team. Like we've said, like early on in the season, man, the structure of our team is just vastly different. You got guys that come from other cultures, you know, other locker rooms. You got guys that are fresh out of high school, you know, then you got, you know, a, a small sample size of guys that actually have been there, you know, so yeah. it's in a lot and like not really a lot in between. It's just like boom and boom, you know. So, I agree. I, I agree on the, the, what'd you say? Captain, captain, I, I, I don't know if that's what, a word, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I will say as, as a captain last year, it's easy to leave when you got Brian Osmoa, Nick Benito, Perion Winfrey, and other guys that are just as vocal about what you believe and play just as hard. And when that all goes away, brother, and you're used to shoot, you were, you were there with Kyler, you were there with Jay Hurts and, and mm -hmm. you don't have that same. And, you know, and that's, and that's what I said, you know, you know, I said it in the meeting and I said that on some of the best teams that I've been on, the best players really didn't have to say too much because 
it was the support staff and the other leaders on the team that said a lot. I mean, I know you remember our 2018 year, you know, Kyler is the guy and don't get me wrong. It's not, I'm not saying that Kyler didn't talk and Kyler wasn't a great leader. He was, but who was the most vocal people on that team? The O line, the lineman. Yes. O line. Yep. The O line control. I mean, O line, D line, linebackers, you know what I'm saying? They controlled the team. CD's mm-hmm. a great leader. Keese is a great leader. But they didn't have to say too much. Who controlled that stuff? You know, Cody. Cody. Drew. Ben. Ben. Bobby. Yep. You know, all the guys like that. You know, Neville. Shoot. Even Nev, when Neville was yeah. playing. Nev, yeah. Yeah. Nev. You know, so that's what I was trying to tell guys. Like, you don't have to be me that always going to say, have to say something. Well, I'm going to say stuff. I'm going to say stuff and I'm going to talk to him blue in the face. Don't get me wrong. But it don't mm-hmm. always have to be me that got to say stuff. Other people can say stuff. And I'm going to back you on it, you know? And then, like, in terms of when I do say stuff, back me on it. Everybody right. got to be a collective effort. It has to be a collective effort or it's not going to work. You got too many people in that locker room. You got 105, 110, however many we have these days. Mm-hmm. 100 and something people on a team. And you and people just expect four, three or four guys to control that whole team. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not plausible. Yeah. Yeah, Alex, we're going to keep going because I, I know you said seven minutes, but this is good. So we're gonna, we're just going to let it roll through. Um, don't cut this either, Sooner Nation. We had scheduled this for a few minutes, but um, we're, we're going to keep on rolling through, right? So you said uh, uh, 100 people controlled by three. Let me break this down to you, brother, from a scientific perspective. Now, in my free time, I've just so happened to do some research on this, right? Did you know that the most... The most efficient number for a group of people to lead at the very, very max is no more than eight, really 12. Mm. It, it really should be no more than six, like to be honest with you. Right. And from a team aspect, like that's just a basketball team, right? Like five, six, eight, 12, you know, right. whatever that number may be, it's no comparison to a hundred and 120. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even including the equipment managers, we're not even including everyone else who's a part of this team. But yet, Brent Venables is in charge of it all. You know? Mm-hmm. But as a as a captain, we can only control what we can control. So we have to break that 120 down, bro. We gotta get that down to like the 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 leaders and then the 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 seniors. And then this is why early on in the season I thought it was a great idea. For you, because you guys have like young guy leaders, right? Like freshmen, sophomore leaders, yeah. correct? Yeah, in our yeah. leadership, yeah, council. I think I think that's a a great thing to include. So, um, we're I'm I, I don't want Sooner Nation to misunderstand what we're saying. We're not saying that you know the guys in the room, the guys on the team, aren't talented enough or can't be as talented as guys that we've had in the past. Now, granted. Now, we've had some guys in the past, but the point is, in terms of your attitude approach towards leadership and not being selfish, thinking about the team the way that the older guy thinks about the team is what ultimately will lead lead a team to success by relaying that mindset throughout the whole system in each and every aspect. So um, that's a good that's a good take on where we are right now. I think that's some good stuff in terms of what all you've learned over 
the past, what, 10, 12 weeks? Because we didn't, we didn't talk about that type of stuff early on. No, you know, and I, I found myself in this, this year in this position, having to pull out all leadership aspects, like from high school to early in college or college career. And, um, and, you know, really, you know, last year, the year before I've having to pull out all types of stuff just to, you know, kind of maneuver around this season. Um, but, I think that it's all in grand timing too. Like you're, you're seeing a collective of everything that you have endured up until this very day, all coming together on senior night. Mm -hmm. And that's the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, bro, because they are bald men are usually great men. Just think about it. I mean, you got the rock, my grandpa. I mean, my 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 dad. Hey, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if one or multiple of those people use Freebird grooming. Freebird is on a mission to take out the hassle out of head care. Why? Because for too long, bald people have been left with subpar options when it comes to shaving and caring for their heads. They are here to change that by making head care easy and accessible. Are you still using an old school razor to shave your head? Don't. Razors were designed to shave flat surfaces, not curved domes. Avoid painful nicks and cuts with a shaver actually designed for the head. Razors shave too close, often under the skin, so hair comes back as uncomfortable, irritating ingrowns. Flex Series Electric Shaver is amazing. And for all my texting people, just imagine like a little fire emoji right there. It shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke compared to old school razors. Baby smooth shaves, shaves in three minutes or less. And it is waterproof, shave wet or dry, even in the shower. For upcoming holidays, birthdays, or just because, get yourself the best shaver of your life. Freebird is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit myfreebird.com forward slash prairie for 20% off. That's myfreebird.com forward slash prairie for 20% off today. I don't judge me, but I realized that it was senior night this week. Right. I, I didn't even think about it being the last game. And I went back to <laughs> I went back to thinking about my senior night, bro. And it kind of like I don't get emotional very often, but like thinking about my senior game just makes me. Makes me want to cry like I. Because I, I, I cared so much about the team, bro, I cared. I, I, I cared so much about the success of the team. And it kind of brought me back to the very beginning. It brought me back to everything that got me to that senior day. And as I was thinking about the senior day this morning, I reflected on everything that got me to where I am today. And I will never forget one of the things that Lincoln said when I was a young guy. And I think we've said it on the podcast. Freshmen want to travel. Sophomores want to play. Juniors want to start and seniors just want to win. And I remember on my senior night walking or we played a day game. So I remember on my senior day walking out of that tunnel and just feeling grateful, like just grateful for life and grateful for having the opportunity to walk out of that tunnel one more time. And in that moment, 
I was walking out with Caleb and Pat. They were in front of me or behind me. I can't remember. I just, I just lifted my arms, bro. I lifted my arms, head tilted back. And uh, somebody actually got a picture of it. And it's my favorite picture ever. And I was just so grateful. And I want that same feeling for you. It, it's It's hard to describe. And so to hear you talk about what all you've learned over the year just kind of reminds me of my journey because it it wasn't that long ago. You know, it was only a few months ago, really. Right. What, what, what are you thinking about this week in terms of this being your last home game or has it even hit you yet? Like, is it, can, have you been able to conceptualize what this, this game is going to be for you? Yeah. I mean, I've started thinking about it and really it like it did hit me this week and it hit me when I started thinking about, you know, where I'm going to train or now I got to think about agents and all this other different stuff. And it did hit me. I'm like, man, this is coming to an end. I mean, in a few short weeks, you know, I'm, I'm not going like, I'm so used to getting done with the season, you know, going home, start working out again, getting ready to get back in shape, then boom, come back when the workouts, let's get going again, you know, and that's not how it's going to be for me anymore. And, uh, <clears throat> I, I would like to say that I'm not going to be emotional on senior night, but I am, I think I am just because like you said, like, like you said, seniors just want to win and we haven't done a lot of that this year. And I, I feel you know, grateful, but also like, you know, kind of like, like, man, I just wish we would have won more, but I feel grateful for the fact knowing that all of the work that I'm doing right now is going to, uh, I'm going to see the, I'm not going to see the fruits of my labor right now. I'm not going to see it this season. Right. But in a couple of years, a couple of years, BV is going to win that big, that big thing. He's going to win that title. And I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, I did that. I had a hand in that. I started that. It was my start of that era that allowed that to happen, you know? So, like, it's going to be some of the guys in the locker room. It might be some of the guys in the locker room right now. And I, I can, I'm going to be able to look back and be like, that, that's the fruits of my labor, you know? So, it sucks because, you know, uh, I never envisioned my senior season going like this. I, you know, quite frankly, thought we was going to win the Natty, you know, and I, I never envisioned it to be anything like this. And I just, you know, yeah. care so much about this team, this university. I just want to win. But I know that in the future, you know, the fruits of my labor will be, you know, I'll be able to reap them. I'll be able to reap the fruits of my labor. So I bittersweet. I remember telling you this. It might have been on air or maybe even off air, but I, I remember telling you this to to live this season. Granted, it's not over with, with with no regrets. My mom, my mom would always ask me this question, bro, and she's gonna get a kick out of listening to this. But my mom in middle school, she started this my sixth grade year, and she said. Uh, we, we were sitting, matter of fact, she was dropping me off at school 
because she worked about four minutes away from my middle school. And before she dropped me off in, in the car lane, she pulled, she pulled the car over to the side and she said, now, Jeremiah, these next few years of your life are going to go by very fast. And at the time I didn't understand, but she told me to live that school year with no regrets. Yep. Yeah. No, I think this might've been my eighth grade year, right? Yeah. This was my eighth grade year. It was my last year in middle school. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that year, she asked me, she said, this is on the last day of school. Now this is, I, I get home. She said, did you live the year with no regrets? And she went on to ask me that every single year from high school and, and, and onward. Right. And subconsciously now I live my life every single day or at least try to like, did I have any regrets for, for this day? Like my, my greatest fear now is regret in any aspect, whether it be football or life. But I say that to say, now it's my turn to ask you, have you lived this season so far the way that you wanted to? Yeah, I I think I have. And the reason I say that is because I've had, you know, a great, you know, opportunity to be able to have two senior seasons almost. So that first, you know, last year, last year, there's always a possibility that I could come back, but I was treating it as my last season, obviously. And I don't think I did take advantage of all the opportunities that I could have that year. But knowing that and being able to have a chance to come back, you know, this season, I think I have, you know, I think, I think that in the leadership role, I've, you know, said everything that I needed to say. I feel like um, in a preparation standpoint, I've did everything I needed to do. You know, I've been trying to give my heart out on, out there on the field, been leaving it on the field, even though, you know, I might not be perfect, but, you know, one thing that nobody can ever not say about me is that I didn't try hard because you, I'm going to always put it out there, you know. You exhausted the tank. Every time. You know, like I literally some of these games, you know, in granted, we play a lot more snaps than we used to. Right. So, I mean, I'm playing now 80, you know, there's been games I play 90 snaps. Right. There's been games. I mean, I remember in I remember in the Texas game, you know, all the way up until it started going really south. I remember coming to the sideline and I was like, bro, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, bro, I'm tired, you know, and like just leaving it out there, um, trying, just trying to give it my all. But I, I think I have, I, I think I have, and obviously the season's not done. There's a lot more, but you know, I show up every day to practice and you know how it is. Football's a grind. It's not easy what we do, you know, having to go out there every day and practice two, three hours a day. And the intensity that we practice with, man, it is hard to do that consistently. But I think I go out there every day and I practice, you know, as hard as I can and with intent and, you know, try to be detailed. And like I said, not perfect by any means, but, you know, effort and the intent and the detail is there. So I think I have. I think that's that's great stuff, bro, because when you get to when you get to where I'm at, you know, hopefully no time soon. But when. 
when when football seems to be dwindling down, I'm telling you, that's all you're going to have left, bro. And the way you reflect is either going to be I wish or I did. Right. There's no in between. It's either I did exhaust the tank or I wish I exhausted the tank. So I'm glad that although the season's not over with, you feel confident about where you are. Um, I want to take a different perspective on the same question. What about off the field? You know, you're, you're a student athlete, right? So how has, how has your college experience been this, 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 this last year for you uh, outside the gridiron? Yeah. In, in terms of the classroom, just in, in general, just life. Uh, uh, have you found your future wife yet? Like, come on. Like, is there anything else going on, going on outside that, uh, that, that maybe you can talk about or want to discuss? Well, I, as everybody know, I started my grad program, you know, that's going well. I'm yeah. not going to be anywhere close to finishing it, but you know, come back and do that. You know, mm-hmm. just so um, you know, they do offer, like they do let you come back and finish on scholarship. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, I'm, I didn't start it just to not, you know, yeah. Okay. I, I started it for a reason. You know, if there's, there's options, you know, for everybody listening, there's options where you can just take classes to just be eligible. Right. And so everybody that's graduated kind of has a choice. You know, you go to grad school or you just take classes just to be eligible. And I decided I wanted to go to grad school. I wanted to start something, you know, just so I could have a, you know, I, I have progress. I could go back and it's going to make me, that is going to make me, that alone is going to make me want to come back and finish off my grad school. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. start it yeah. for no reason. So, you know, school's been going well. Um, and then, you know, my personal life, man, I just been feeling really blessed. You know, I, I, I look at my life right now and I can't really, you know, like, Football, we, we talk about it all the time. There's more to life than the football, right? And you take fo- the football out in terms of like the, the season, how it's going, like the five and five record and everything. You take football out the equation, man. I look around. I'm just like, man, you know, I'm blessed. You know, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm healthy. I- I'm happy. I have everything I need. Everybody in my life that's supposed to be in my life is in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just blessed. So off the field, you know, I, I felt like this year has been really good to me. Yeah. That's good, bro. I'm happy for you. Thank you, sir. I know you didn't ask this, but I'm going to say this regardless. But um, I told you I'll be up there at Bellum, right? And uh, I know the listeners are going to holler at me while I'm there. And you're going to see a a nice young lady next to me. You're going to ask, who's this? And she doesn't know this yet. And she doesn't listen to the whole podcast. But eh, that's going to be my girl. And, uh, yeah, so whenever uh, we get on down the line, uh, I'm going to replay this one moment. And I'm going to see, like, yeah, like, I told you. Like, (laughs) I told the world, as a matter of fact, but you don't listen to the podcast. Mm. And so then I'm going to be a leg up on her. (laughs) Mm. Mm. All right. That's that's going to be some good stuff. Yes, sir. Cupid has shot me. And uh, really low-key, Cupid shot her first, but we're not going to go there. All right, B. Willie, so – Night game, senior night, Okie State. Not many Bedlam games left. What you got for us on the B. Willie breakdown for this week? 
Yes, sir. Well, we're going to start with the offense. Uh, big, physical, bruising offensive line. Not as athletic as some of the offensive line we've seen, but they do a good job. They got a running back that is a downhill runner. He's tough to bring down. We're going to have to wrap up. We're going to have to be physical. Uh, so this is going to be a physical game for us. You know, every game needs to be a physical game for us, but this one especially, you know, and I think with the pride of this game and the pride of the state on the line, I don't think that should be a problem. You know, I think that guys should be ready to go out there and defend that. Uh, Spencer Sanders, you know, as everybody knows, he's a great quarterback. Uh, he does good things. Um, you know, he, he, he makes great plays and they got, he has a good, uh, supporting staff, support staff in terms of his receivers. He has some receivers that can go out there and make plays. He has guys that, you know, bigger guys that can go get jump balls. He has some guys that are smaller, that are shiftier, can run really quick. And then in terms of the defense, uh, you know, different than what we've, you know, seen from OK State the last couple of years, usually OK State is this veteran old head group. And because of, you know, transfers and injuries, that's not the way it is this year. A lot of inexperienced yeah. guys on uh, the defense. But, you know, if you go back and look at their games, they still do a really good job. You know, they still have a pretty good defense. Um, four down front, they play a lot of really, man, a lot of cover one, a lot of mix. Um, we'll play some three, some cover three, three blitz, some 35 double cloud. And then uh, they play hard. You know, the linebackers have the majority of the tackles on defense. They're downhill. They play hard. D-line is really good, you know, as it always is. Has some mm -hmm. injuries on the D-line that has, you know, hurt them because some good players have got hurt, but still good, you know, still really good. And uh, they have a really experienced – their leader on defense is their safety, number 25, great player. Um, you know, older guy has been there, returning starter. So obviously has some, you know, some some football IQ about him. And uh, we're going to have to, you know, keep our eye on him. But overall, great team. You know, not the season that they expected to have, but everybody's going to show up for this Bedlam game. And what I've told the young guys is much like, you know, kind of like the Texas game, you could throw records out of this one. Records don't mean nothing in this one. You know, this right. is a straight-up dogfight, and it's going to be down to whoever wants it more. Traditionally, we look at Texas as the, the biggest game of the year, but make no mistake, Oklahoma State always comes to play OU for the most part. You know, I know there have been a few blowouts, but as you said, and I'll emphasize this, this is not a game where you just show up and, and win just because – our record is a lot to a little against them. You know, I, I have always thought of Oklahoma state as the team that obviously we're supposed to beat, but you'll mess around and find out if you don't handle business. No doubt. So looking forward to, to this weekend. Um, I, I traditionally have always played really the H backs have always done pretty good against Oklahoma state. So, Big game for B. Willie this week? Always got to show out against OK State, man. Hey, brother, if you don't have at least nine targets for number nine, I'm going 
apes you know i'm i'm losing i'm going down there on i'll be there I, i'm i'm gonna I'm go behind the, the 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 stands and i'm gonna curse dg out and go find levy and, and get on him too and get on joe john and the rest of the gang like bro what are we doing ah uh, yeah <laughs> I, I i i love the sooners but i don't care about drake this week i don't care about marvin i care about non <laughs> no doubt uh hey um a funny story before we move on real quick. And I couldn't say this last year because it, it probably would have um, gone a little viral. But last year, spring or summer 2021, this is before the season, mm-hmm. Caleb, Caleb Kelly and I went to Calf Rye. And... For those of you who don't know who Calf Rye is, I'm pretty sure our whole audience knows who Calf Rye is. But if you don't know, it's this huge country music festival literally right, right outside of Stillwater. I think it's in Stillwater. And it, it's crazy. It's it's super duper crazy, but it's a great time. All right. So while we're down there, after the show and everything's over, we run, we run into Sanders at the bar. Or at least I do. I was by myself at the time. I think Caleb was off with somebody. And I walk up to him. I say, yo, what's good? He said, it's good, bro. He said, you look familiar. I was like, yeah, I played OU. Now, mind you, I, I had a couple of drinks <laughs> by this time of the night. And so I was feeling the liquid courage, my boy. Whoa. I told Sanders to his face. I said, my name is Jay Hall. He said, that's what's up. I was like, you know, we're going to tear that ass up this year, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my God, bro. I told him that. And uh, sure enough, well, it comes and bites me in the butt. But he's just like, yeah, we'll see. And then I walk away. Like, I just let it go. I was like, all right, bro. It, It was friendly, but I did tell him that. And sure enough, a few months later, karma. Karma. (laughs) Karma. Oh, my gosh. There's a picture of me flipping off the fans. We lose and just. (sighs) So, yeah. Sooner Nation, we can't go back in time. But if y'all want to blame me for the loss, I'll take I will take full (laughs) responsibility. I know that there is talk about Lincoln blowing it and everything. But if anything, just Jay Hall was the one to blame for for it all like you could you could put it all on my shoulders yeah so sorry b willie i was selfish and uh i I played hard that game though i played hard yeah yes you did we all did oh hey well wrapping things up before we we let the people go upset pick of the week uh real quick my biggest games we got going on this week is number 10 Utah and number 12, Oregon. Um, I think the Fox crew uh, on Big Noon Kickoff, they were talking about Oregon having a chance at getting into the college football playoffs. But honestly, I think Utah has a better chance than USC. I think Utah is the team that can can uh, sneak on in there if they even do have a shot coming out of the Pac-12. So uh, we'll see. Um, I'm not sure on how realistic it is to actually get in but you never know how college football works 
And right. the other game I was looking at was uh, Tennessee and South Carolina. Boy, Beamer and the gang. All right, now, I don't know how much the Gamecocks stand against number five, Tennessee, but I'm always for Beamer and the boys. So that's my upset pick of the week. Uh, Utah over Oregon, it's not really an upset considering Utah's 10 and Oregon's 12, but um, wishful thinking over there for the Gamecocks. I think they're at Tennessee too. So uh, maybe, I don't know. Sometimes I forget what, like, if a team is over another team, does, like, does that mean they're home or away? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, They have it listed as Oklahoma State over Oklahoma. So it's a home game. That means Tennessee is at South Carolina. So that's a home game for the Gamecocks. All right. So uh, what game are you looking at? You got one? Man, this week is tough. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you don't know by now, you shouldn't be placing your bets on our upset yeah, picks yeah. of the week. So I guess the only other one that kind of makes sense to me is an Arkansas over Old Miss. I knew he was about to say that. Arkansas over Old Miss. Now, this one a year for Arkansas, you know, coming off the season they had last year. But that doesn't mean they're still not a formidable team. And in college football, weird stuff happened. So – Maybe Arkansas over Ole Miss. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, I think that was going to be, yeah, if I had to choose number three, I would have chose that one. Good pick. That's mine. Yeah. All right. Well, Sooner Nation, that's all we got for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Support Braden this coming Saturday, as you always do. Be loud. Be proud at the game, no matter the record. Say what's up to 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 me and uh boo thing this weekend on saturday brayden i'll see you sometime soon yes sir and uh you have a good day my boy thank you sir all right y'all all right